Hello and welcome back to our study of Pinine Halacha, the teachings of Rebbe Leazim Lamed Shlita. We are at the beginning of a week, the last week of the year, of course, as we are getting closer and closer to the Yom Hadin, to Rosh Hashanah. We have already begun reciting Slichos, so a little less sleep for those shulgoers. And I would be remiss if I did not mention that here in the northeastern United States. Today is a solemn and somber day, September 11th. And of course, we remember the attack against our nation on September 11th so many years ago. It feels like yesterday in some ways, but it feels like so long ago in other ways. And I mentioned this over Shabbos, that if people have trouble connecting or reconnecting with the emotions of that time, we should think back to that first Rosh Hashanah, which was only a few days after 9-11, in which we had to recite Nisana Tokef and the impact that it had on each and every one of us. And may those who lost their lives in the attacks and those first responders who lost their lives trying to save people and those who died of 9-11-related illnesses in the years following, may their memories be for a blessing. And we should never, ever forget what happened to us that day, and what it means to us as a nation going forward. We continue with our learning. An interesting question that's probably extremely applicable to everyone who, or anyone who's ever had to purchase or lease an automobile, because for the life of me, I can never figure out how that industry works. No matter how many times someone explains it to me, I just can't put two and two together, but it is what it is. So here's the question. Adam sikem im mechonito. So here we're talking about a personal sale. A person makes an agreement with a purchaser. He saw his car, and he says, I'm going to sell it to you later on today for this such and such price. But in the meantime, before that sale could be finished, another buyer comes along and he's willing to pay more. So what say you, ladies and gentlemen of our podcast jury? Is this person allowed to sell it to the higher bidder, even though he already made a deal with the first one, or is he required to sell it at the original price? So here's the answer, tshuva. According to the halacha, the seller has to sell his car to the original one because they had an agreement, they had a deal in place. And this is because the agreement was theirs. And even though it was only said just with words, the right thing to do from an ethical point of view, you have to keep your word and you have to then follow through. However, if a person, let's say, decides, I don't want to sell it, he says, I don't want to sell it for that price, I want to raise the price, either to the first buyer or the second buyer, then there's no way that someone could bring him to Basin, let's say, and force him to stick to his original price. Because since it was only a verbal agreement, not a Kenyan, they didn't have a contract, they didn't exchange any funds, there was no deposit, Therefore, again, as I said, no contract was signed, so there's nothing binding in the sense other than the moral and ethical responsibility to keep your word. But if for some reason he goes back and he's not a good guy, the person who's the purchaser can't say, oh, well, we had a deal for a lower price. 
However, he doesn't exactly retain the greatest moniker. He's called a mechusar amana, someone who's not trustworthy. This is like someone that cannot be believed in or trusted. And only if he says at the beginning, he says this is not a set price. The price can go up. Something may happen. There might be some rapid inflation. Then he can sell the car for a higher price. But let's say something happens. Again, we talk about inflation. This is very applicable now if you look at the rising rate of the shekel as far as we are concerned. As far as Israel is concerned, it's lowering. But the shekel right now, last I checked, I think is something like 3.85 to the dollar, which is the highest it's been in a long time for us tourists, for Americans. So let's say in the time that he sold the car made the deal to sell the car, and the time comes around to purchase it, which is not a few hours, let's say it's a few days, that the value has gone up, or that the cost of automobiles or supply chain, whatever you want to say, and he would say, the seller does, that had I known that this change would take place, I wouldn't have sold it for that amount. So we have two opinions of what to do in this instance. Some say that no, an agreement is an agreement, regardless of inflation or prices going up or whatever. However, some say that since the situation, the circumstances change, meaning the values and the prices, etc., and had he known that, he would not have made that agreement to begin with, then he does have the ability to change. So here is an example. A person goes into a store, and he's looking, interested in buying an oven. And he says, you know, in the evening I'm going to come back and I'm going to buy it. If, let's say this is the last type of oven, this model, this brand. It's the last kind of its, of its kind. So the seller cannot sell it to someone else. And the buyer cannot go to another store and buy it somewhere else, to go back on his word. Unless it was a non-obligatory st- statement, meaning, I think I might, or it seems, it's likely, it's possible that I might come back, without any definitive statement saying, I'm definitely going to buy it, because when you say you, you have agreement between parties, then both parties are expected to keep their word. But if he says, I might come, I'll think about it, We'll see, maybe this evening I'll come back. In that instance, if it's not definitive, if it's a no definitive Kenyan statement type of made, then either party can say, I'll sell it to someone else or I'll go purchase it somewhere else. But again, we have to be very careful with our words. And the point is obviously that we have to keep what we say and we have to also do what we say and we have to say what we mean. So lots of lots of things to cover here. We'll continue this in Hashem next time. Until then, everyone have a wonderful week ahead last week of the year. Great day. And thanks for joining us. Looking forward to being with you tomorrow.